Football fans, we have finally made it. Episode 9. It took us eight episodes to get here. We finally have a match day games will be going on tonight. Tyler Terrence along with Devin Kerr here in the CONCACAF studios. And yes, we have this gorgeous, magnificent guest that Devin is not. No, don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Walk away. No, he doesn't need to get up right now. But, folks, remember, you can catch the game starting tonight on the Fox Sports family of networks. You can listen to this show on podcast on Spotify and Anchor, soon to be coming on iTunes. If you want to watch the games tonight on Spanish in the United States, you can head over to Univision. Of course, we have Chris Whittingham, who helped us break down Tigres and Club Just America. Just signed up for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Got great. rid of a cable box in the back room. I said, you know what? Why save the more efficient? Bucks? More the add, future add father the to be more efficient and right? needs to be efficient with his time. Yes, and Univision is the way to do that. More League MX, more football, more, more fun. How are we feeling about this? We finally Good. made it. It's been a long. It's been a journey. A little bit of withdrawal. Huh? I'm ready to go. That CCL fever withdrawal. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it feels like the idea for this entire show was a million years ago. Yeah, and flew by like that. And the matchups tonight. And this is here. I mean, the fact that yeah. We still have to work, mind you. I'm worried that like I'm gonna knock this over at some point in time, and somebody's gonna sue me. But don't don't do it. It's hot. It's hot. You don't want to touch it. All right, let's take a look at some of the fixtures that are gonna be going on tonight, and of course throughout the course of this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. This is a midweek fixture competition. Let's head over to the right side of the bracket. That's where you're gonna want to divert your attention to Tigres, Alianza, NYCFC, San Carlos, Seattle Sounders, Olympia, Montreal, and Saprissa are all going to be playing this week. First leg. In action, it is going to be the teams from Pot 2 who host the first leg, and of course the teams from Pot 1 who are going to host the second. Devin, we've talked about how the right side of this bracket before may be a little bit less competitive on the aggregate compared to the left side, but it doesn't mean that we aren't going to have some spectacular fixtures. And let's start with the top of the bracket in Tigres and Alianza. Tigres, of course, led by Tuca Ferretti and are led by none other than Andre Pierre Gignac. Other than that, there are some notable names who aren't necessarily scoring as much at Duvargas and at Valencia and, of course, Quinones. But Alianza on the other side of the ball, they give teams some problems. They took the eventual champions last year, Alianza, down to the wire in the round of 16. And I wouldn't be surprised if they give Tuca Ferretti and Tigres a run for the money in the round of 16. There's two or three matchups in the first round that you really have to look for some momentum builders, right? This is one of them where you can't sleep on Alianza. But Tigres, we know what they've done in the league. Now, just continue that dominance. Go out, go forth. We talked about Chris winning with it in episode 8. Let, let's showcase what you can do in the final third. You talked about Quinones. If it's not Gignac, who's it going to be? We had a little bit of fun with the Valentine's Day hearts. There's no love lost. Someone else has to step up now, and I feel like they've reached that. So who is it going to be? This is the perfect matchup to do that, and you've got two legs. Why not start, start strong, prove something at the beginning of this tournament, and kind of set the pace for everybody else to follow? Well, the next matchup is probably the most controversial in terms of where the second leg is going to be played, and it's not going to be played at the normal home stadium of NYCFC. It'll be at their home of the rivals in New York Rebels, who have actually been in the last two competitions and have done particularly well. NYCFC will be playing in Harrison, New Jersey, at Red Bull Arena for the second leg. They'll be taking on San Carlos, and this is a Costa Rican side that's making their debut, NYCFC making their debut, but when you look at this, I mean, there's nobody advancing other than NYCFC. You would hope. I tell you, if, It'd if be they an don't get out, calamity. if they don't get out, it's going to be a problem. This is this should be a cakewalk. And for me, you know, some of the question marks coming in a couple weeks ago was, what could they do with the depth in midfield? They've answered those questions. That's set up. They've got quality depth in there, almost to the point where they don't know who to put where because they can rotate a lot of pieces. That's going to be another interesting one as well. New head coach, Ronnie Dye. Is it going to be a new system? There are some rumors in the back end that they're going to get into his 4-4-2. They ended up going back into 4-3-3 in the uh, preseason game. So the luxury to bounce between the two is nice. 
but you don't want to you don't want to step outside of what you're really trying to do. Maintain an identity. Let me ask you this question, and it was a conversation that we were lucky enough to be on the phone with Brad Guzan, and he said that he would almost rather have a new coach heading into Scotiabank CONCACAF Champions League and at the beginning of the season rather than having a slew of new players. Do you agree with that? Yes. Really? Yes, because you can hide the coach, you can't hide the players. Think about the chemistry. 14 months ago, where was Atlanta United winning MLS Cup? Four, 15 got months. I can't got, add, we got, know that. Got, got trounced in the second round of the tournament, though. It, tired, exhausted, exhausted not coming not, into that tournament. Not as much money as Monterey. Not as much money. Yeah. So when they come in, though, they have the opportunity. They lose players. All this is going on. So Brad's kind of sitting there going, right, right now, we're going to get to them. Atlanta United's going five, six players in front of them. Not really sure. NYCFC doesn't have that problem. NYCFC, LAFC, they have all of that camaraderie carried over from the 2019 campaign. Yeah. I just want to make sure that what they're building there, they have an idea of what it is, and it's not just plug-and-play where this isn't working, let's go to the next one, to the next one, and they start bouncing around, they lose their morals and values. We'll get to them in the next segment, but let's stay in the MLS. Let's stay with Seattle Sounders and Olympia. Olympia, of course, have done quite well in international competitions as of late, especially in CONCACAF League. There was the goal from Jorge Alvarez, only to be bested by three goals from Saprissa in the final 20 minutes. They're going up against the reigning MLS Cup champions in the Seattle Sounders. Brian Schmetzer, awesome coach, one of the best in the United States. I happen to like Seattle getting particularly far in this tournament. We'll have our bracket picks <laughs> later on in the show, but you don't know if they're getting out of this round, do you? I'll tell you, man. It's just, it's a scary game. I've said it before. Uh, Olympia is one of those situations where it's this storied belief behind them. And when this fun thing is sitting next to you and you get an opportunity to just kind of dream about where you can go, I think there's a belief within this team that they can get it done. The travel for Seattle is going to bother me a little bit. We talked about the legs. I think Garth Logway, they've done a good job in the offseason bringing pieces in. It's For the point for the Sounders, it's going to be you have to trust your veterans, but do not be afraid to lean on the youngsters. And they have a couple that they can move in there. Even the veterans that are 24, 25 years old that have been there for three, four, five years, they've got to dig down deep. Because I mean, Jordan Morris is still relatively young when you're talking young. about the world he's of young. football, so he, but he's he, a veteran. He gets both, but yeah. he's a veteran in terms of that organization as well. And... They have to find a way, much like Tigres, to be honest, you can't fall behind. If they lose the first leg, forget it. CenturyLink's going to be forget rocking, it. though. Come if on, If they lose the first it. leg. Oh, goodness. I mean, listen, I'm I got, saying a lot of I got Seattle got, I got Seattle I got, very I deep. I them to win, too. Very I'm deep. just All saying. Right. I'm just saying. I don't want someone at me on Twitter and, oh, look at this. You you're, should have said you're this. You're trying to show off for her. No. You are. No, we met before. She kicked me the Let's go to the, the next time. fixture. And it's going to be tomorrow night. It's going to be Montreal Impact and Saprissa. And, Devin, this is a fixture that, you know, I've really gone back and forth again. We'll have our picks in, 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 a, in a couple of segments. But this has to be one of the matches to watch it from a competitive standpoint. LAFC and Leon, of course, from a quality standpoint. But in terms of teams and, and overall in terms, in terms of how they match up, this is very intriguing. Yachty gone. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. New coach. And, it, and a new coach, yeah, but they were another team that actually did okay. They, they brought some pieces back. For me, and you can actually counter-argue this in about two seconds. <laughs> I know where you're going to go with it. We knew that they had the ability defensively. They, the right back position was, was a concern. Henri said, we're going to sign a couple of defensive players. They brought them in. I want them to work from the back forward and move into that momentum, but... You were just bringing up to me off air. That didn't work so well in preseason. They couldn't put balls in the back of the net. If anything, they were leaking goals. Not bad ones, but they were still losing. And to teams that they should have beat. First three preseason games for Montreal, and again, they are just friendlies. Three 1-0 losses. They then play second division Tampa Bay Rowdies in their final preseason Blanzati. game. 
two goal, two to one loss, excuse me. Kyoto had the lone goals from the penalty spot, so they have not scored from the run of play since they've been under their new manager in Thierry Henry. But that's going to do it for the right side of the bracket. When we come back, we're going to break down the left side and Devin and I's two games of the week for the first leg of the 2020 Scotiabank CONCACAF Champions League are both on this side of the bracket. We'll dive deep into those when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back into the CONCACAF studios. Tyler Terrence along with Devin Kerr and this gal. Can't stop staring. Well, hello. <laughs> All right, care? we're going to dive in. You good? No, she doesn't need the place good. to sit. She's no, good. she just, let, yeah. her, let her do her thing. She's on the mantle. Yeah, she's good. She doesn't know who she wants to be with She yet. looks down it's on one. everyone. Well, I mean, you're probably a little bit taller than her, no? We have all the dimensions, all the statistics that we need on the trophy. We're going to have that in the final segment of the show. But, Devin, stop. Can you just pay attention for one second? We're going to dive deep into the left side of the bracket, and we're going to start with my match of the week, and it is none other than Atlanta and Motagua. That game is going to be night, 10 o'clock Eastern time. Remember, all the games in English in the United States can be caught on the Fox Sports family of networks. If you want to watch in Spanish in the United States, you can head over to Tudene. But, Devin Kerr, Atlanta United, Motagua. Motagua coming off of yet another runner-up finish in Scotiabank CONCACAF League. Atlanta United getting their bid into Scotiabank CONCACAF Champions League by way of U.S. Open Cup. We'll get into why this is the game of the week and why you need to tune in tonight because Atlanta United, I think, are going to have some problems, but I mean, this is, it's just such a different look from a player standpoint than 2019. It's funny how, was it a week and a half, two weeks ago, we had someone reach out to us on Twitter talking about, they said, credit to Devin for picking out the, uh, the Seattle Olympia game as maybe a sleeper. Why not Motagua Atlanta United? And I, I shut that down quickly because I said, real simple, high tempo Atlanta, slow down Motagua, that's not going to be good. But then this happened. This is an issue. So we got off the phone with Frank DeBoer about 24 hours ago, and these are confirmed all unavailable for the first leg. George Bello, youngster, actually started in the round of 16 last year, unavailable due to, uh, excuse me, in a concussion. Edgar Castillo, broken rib, unavailable. Mile Robinson, pulled his quad, unavailable. Castro, Rosetto, Moraney, all of these new signings that you brought in, great South American and European talents, all having visa issues and might not be available for any leg of Scotiabank CONCACAF Champions League. That is conjecture. We'll try to stray away from that. But not having these available, these six available, and looking at the starting 11, from the Eastern Conference Final against Toronto FC last year, there's probably only going to be about six players who are going to be in that starting 11. This is my projected starting 11 for tonight for the five stripes. You go left to right, Anton Walks, Francisco Mesa, Escobar, Brooks Lennon going to be playing in that right back position. I don't even think they brought him in to be playing right back. I would assume that he's going to be more a platoon guy coming off the bench and playing further up the field. You'll have Lorenowitz, Rometty, and Emerson Hyman. As we talked to Frank DeBoer, he thinks he's going to be playing a bit more withdrawn, sort of trying to accomplish some of the things that Darlington Nagby did. And then Pete Martinez, Joseph Martinez, and Barco up top. Nothing, not much changes up there, but when you look at all the signings that they've had, there's a lot that's missing on the field right now, and you're heading into a tough place to play. Motagua is a very experienced team. Atlanta, we might have a problem tonight. Good news is one of the last things that you said was nothing's changed up top. That's good news. Silver lining. Number two, I want to go back to Brooks Lennon for a second. I'm with you on kind of a utility-type player coming off the bench. Then what happened? Julian Gressel-Leaves goes to D.C. United. They 100% think he's going to be the starter on the right-hand side. The difference is... As you notice, the shape has changed once again. Th yeah, and they're going to go to a four-back. We're, we're guessing they're going to go to a four-back. Based upon the personnel at hand, that seems like the simple move for Frank. I mean, that's, it's difficult. But for a team that 
really didn't have an identity at the beginning of last year. You heard the locker room rumblings. I talked about some of the stuff going on during their open come run on the sideline. It seemed like that had solidified itself, and they were all very positive. Now you've got to hit the reset button once again. And there's a lot of guys there that have been able to get their job done, but they're also changing. Jeff Lorenowitz, they're saying that he's stepping up, becoming a bit more of a leader. You have to with Michael Parker's leaving. I'm wondering what's going on in the middle of the field with some of the other midfielders. Rometty's going to be pushed into the 10 spot. Again, we're thinking. Emerson Hyman has Emerson to be the Hyman. X factor. Emerson Hyman has to be the X factor, especially because they brought him in last year to be the A-10. They bring him in late in the games, on loan, 20, 25 minutes, a couple starts, and he was brilliant. Now, when he's asked to play a different role, where he's basically asked to be a 6-8, how does that change for Atlanta United? How does that, when it goes from to a four, when he goes down to the middle, plays a bit more of a defensive role, they're asking him to maintain some of that proper pitch movement back and forth. That's not necessarily a role that he's used to with this team. I'm not saying he can't do it. Yeah. That's just a change. It's different. And you're going against a team that defensively can handle themselves. Motagua can't score a lot of goals, but it's difficult to break them down. It makes me really nervous. And they've been hot. Winners of the last four straight. Yeah. That game is 10 o'clock Eastern time tonight and should be a doozy. Next matchup that we have is Club America and Communicaciones. Devin. Don't really have much to say about don't this one because don't, don't, don't even, even run the B-roll, he said. Roberto, our producer, great. Just, <laughs> just change it. Just kidding. Yeah, I mean, I'm interrupting you because we all know that before this name was even drawn in the tournament, you knew it was over, yeah. right? I mean, it was over. They have no chance whatsoever. I hate to say it. The only concern is, it's not even a concern, Herrera, is we've talked about the ghosts of Christmas past, if you will. Don't be negligent here. This is not the time to be complacent. He'll rest his boys in the first leg. I understand that. But the, the boys that are getting an opportunity, go out there. Get yeah. your job done. Show yourself. Show yourself. Yeah. If not for anything, for a new contract, come come uh, contract time. Yeah. That, that's a little bit ways away. We've got another window coming. But build some of that momentum for yourself in the dressing room so that come second leg, come second round, you're right there in the pecking order and they can look to the bench instead of the starting 11. All right. Well, here's the Super Bowl. The round is 16. LAFC and Club Leon. Devin's going to be on the call on this one on the world feed tonight. That is going to be at 10 o'clock Eastern time as well. Or excuse me, this is Cruz Azul and Portmore United. Apologies, folks. AFC but Championship. <laughs> it's a wild card game. Yeah. Wild card game. Fair enough. Um, I mean, listen. It's a play-in. Cruz Azul, you know, out of the four Mexican teams, I'd probably rate them the lowest right now at this point in time. But Portmore United, you know, again, a daunting road just to get to this point they've made some rumblings before in CONCACAF league again another one where i just don't really see any result other than cruz azul interesting how they were actually the highest ranked league mx team coming into the the draw and by whatever point system figure the point exists system. I don't yeah know. again mathematics is not my strong suit and for cruz azul this should be just fine-tune everything for the second round uh, the only concern you have here with portmore is letting the game open up start to turn into a track meet they're a boatload of athletes on that team that can just stretch this game. I don't see it going. Over under possession for Cruz Azul in the first leg? 70%. You going over? I'll take a slight under. A slight under? Slight under. Oh, wow. So like 68%. You got to get Portman. They're going to stick them down in the corner every now and then. Yeah. They'll run with the ball. I mean, they will open it up. Yeah. And, and especially if the game gets to a 2 3 nil, which it could. They can hit you. If you fall asleep, they can hit. Like, this is not a team that you know, should totally be written off because this is a counter-attacking side and they like to do that. Yes. They like to absorb pressure and then go. But Let one, two boys yeah. down into the corner, trailing And Ricardo Gardner is a great manager, former Bolton Wanderers uh, legend. I mean, he knows yep. what he's doing. Yeah, he they, they, doing. they'll be just fine in terms of what they're trying to do. But if Cruz Azul can pull up what they, they want able to, to do. do it is a whole other story. It's Cruz right. Azul. Now so. here's the Super Bowl. <laughs> Shakira and J-Lo will not be performing at halftime, but it will be LAFC and Club Leon. Devin. Everybody's been talking about this as soon as the draw happened. I know that there was just a lot of murmurs and whispers going on in the draw down in Mexico City. 
How are we feeling about this one? I heard a funny little rumor, and we'll leave it at that, that uh, the NYCFC guys and LAFC front office gentlemen were actually sitting next to each other, finding out who was going to get Leon. And let's just say that NYCFC was a little relieved when they didn't, <laughs> when the name wasn't drawn next to him. Yeah, this is a big one, right? Everybody said this could be the final. Uh, I think there's a lot of moving pieces here right now. You take a look at LAFC, the fact that they don't really have a lot of experience in the preseason together because their starting 11 wasn't there. You've got a lot of guys missing that off Olympic qualifying. We've got injuries to some really big names. Bradley Wright Phillips picked up an injury. Mark Anthony Kaye still coming back. I mean, Diamande's out. So yep. even though you brought some pieces in, some of the guys that you were expecting to be there aren't there. I'm really interested to see some of the boys in the middle, Guido, Janela, Sifuentes, what they can do. And, of course, we know about the big boys up top with Rossi Rodriguez and Vela, and they'll it's be not fine. Fair. It's not fair whatsoever. With Leon, they're in th they basically rested everybody over the weekend. They rested four of their starters, five if you include the rotation at the left-back position. There's a good look at it. And there's the boys on the right-hand side that played. Now, these guys have come in in terms of substitutional appearances, but it's 2-3. Yeah, they're only five, six games into the season. Montez, Sosa, they have to be big. They have to be big. And they've got their nine up top. But Sosa's got a lot of experience Sosa's in this tournament, He's got too. a lot of experience, yep. and Montez as well. And they've kind of been messing with their shape a little bit, where they're allowing the 7 and the 11 and the 10 to kind of interchange a little bit more than we've seen. The 8 spot in the middle, Tessio on the um, outside has been, well, has been good as well, excuse me. And it's a team that a lot of people have given some quality credit to. I'm not going to put – I'm not going to crown him just yet. No? It, it, I'm not crowning him just yet. It, look, a, a team that – I think offensively, they've had four penalty kick goals, five against them. For a team that's put eight, nine in the back of the net, you know, in, in a couple of games, is that good? Yeah, it's good. It's not great. Um, I think offensively, they could be better. I think they're suspect on the back line. Let me ask, you, I, this, let me ask you this question. Winner of this game, do they at least get to the final? Well, the good news is, is that if you hang around for the next segment, you're going to find out. What a segue that is. Look at it, that. It must be our friend right here sitting in between That's why I us. Get the that, little that's bucks. giving him all the He gets the, the contract, I get the little bucks. <laughs> Something like that. When we come back, it may not be March, at least not yet, but we got some brackets. I have a feeling mine will be busted more or less after this week, but Devin and I are both going to give it our best shot as to what we think the brackets are going to look like come May. Got a feeling mine's going to look a lot better than his. Stay with us. All right, it's the moment that I don't know if all of you have been waiting for, but I certainly have been waiting for. Over the past 48 hours or so, there has been so much secretive communication between myself and our producer, Roberto Fernandez, Devin and our producer, Roberto Fernandez. There was some secret com communication going on literally during the break where he was only talking to Devin. Devin was making last minute changes to his bracket. We want all these responses and reactions to be organic, and I think we're going to get just that. How are you feeling about your bracket? I feel really good, and I just made a change that's going to shake the whole thing up. I'm going to have to verbal it because okay. graphically something's going on in the background. Well, you, you, gave, you gave him two minutes. Literally two minutes, not even. Don't look at me like that, especially when she's here. Don't look at me like that. She could have done it. <laughs> Goodness. All right, here's a look at my bracket, the winning bracket. And if any of you are filling out brackets in the office, this is probably one you're going to want to take a look at. All right. Tigres, moving on. NYCFC, moving on. Thank you very much. It's easy as pie. All right, let's keep moving through the round of 16. Seattle over Olympia. I know Devin doesn't necessarily like that one. Mm. And Montreal mm. over Saprissa. Mm. And I know, and listen, I was one of the first ones to say that I think Saprissa might pull off the upset over the MLS team, but 
doing more research on this Montreal side, knowing Thierry Henry and the fact that he just has so much experience as a player, knockout competitions. You look at you know some of these signings, the loanees that they've gotten from Bologna, of course, with the uh, relationship that they have with that club and Joey Saputo being the chairman. I think that they have just enough talent and just enough experience at the coaching position to be able to push through into the quarterfinals. Let's keep going through the round of 16, this time on the left side of the bracket. Atlanta United, despite all the injuries and visa issues, are going to go past Motagua. Club America over Comunicaciones. Any more brain busters? No, thank you. We're moving on. <laughs> Cruz Azul, Portmore United. You know the answer here. Mexican teams and Mexican teams. Both on this side of the bracket. Cruz Azul. And Club León moving on. So let's take a step back. Let's see what we've got with our teams at this point. I'll tell you what. There's some juicy fixtures on the board here. There's no, there, there's no guarantees at this point in time moving forward. But there is. because you're basically, it's Scotia you're basically taking chalk. Okay. Go Am ahead. I? Go ahead. Really? The only game that's not chalk in theory is the Saprisa Montreal game. I mean, you're, you're right. But that's the round Say of 16. It it's Everybody pot one and pot sure. two. It's, 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 I'm just, you know what I'm talking Show about Show me here. what's going on in the next round. Let's see what next really happens. Next round, quarterfinals. Mexican team, Tigres, coming to NYCFC. Doesn't matter where you're playing. Red Bull Arena, Hudson River, Harrison, New Jersey, you're going to lose. Seattle Sounders, cakewalk over Montreal. That's going to be a three or four goal decision. Club America over Atlanta United. Too many injuries, too many visa issues. And then Club Leon is going to steamroll over their compatriots in Cruz Azul. So we have our final four. Three Mexican sides and one MLS side. That sounds about right, right? I know what you're going to do. Here we go. Don't Semifinals. Steal, don't steal my pick. Club León over Club America. <laughs> that is going down. Seattle over Tigres. Yes, you heard that correctly. I just don't like the way that Tuca Ferretti and Tigres go about things. I don't like the fact that Andre Pierre Gignac can play whatever way he wants. He has the ultimate green light. Brian Schmetzer's too good of a coach for that. He's going to figure out a way to take them down. But... This is Champions League. And you know what happens in Champions League. It's Mexican teams who win, and they win all the time. This is not the year. Club León, they exercise their demons from Domestic League and League MX. They triumph over Brian Schmetzer and Seattle Sounders. Valiant effort, and they emerge victorious as 2020 Scotiabank CONCACAF Champions League champions, and they will head to the FIFA Club World Cup representing our beloved region. This is the look of, of a man's face when he witnesses greatness and he witnesses really what it what let, 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 let's talk let's talk strategy let's talk, here for a, talk second. for a second. Okay. You're a follower and that's fine and I respect that. I'm a I'm a leader. Is... People look to me in the dressing room and there's a reason for that. What dressing room? I'm going to show you why, okay? okay. Now we're going to start with my bracket okay. and I'm going to give you an idea of what all you just said. Yeah. Some of it makes sense. Okay. Yeah, one and one, one and one is two. Yeah. But when you start, when you do addition, multiplication, subtraction, put it all together, you, said you have to do it in a specific show. order. You've said five times on this show that math is not your strong suit. Agreed. Don't hurt yourself. Why do you think I have someone in my ear giving me the correct answers? <laughs> Let's look at my side of the bracket. Let's start on the right side once again, okay? okay. We'll start in the upper right-hand corner. Let's go with the same fixtures. Tigres, easy one. Move them on. NYCFC, don't scare me. Let's get it going. Bottom right. Those are the two easiest ones for sure. Bottom right. I'm taking the Sounders by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin. Chin. It scares me, but I'm taking them. Okay. If they lose, that's a whole other story, and I'm taking Saprissa. You would. I don't care that Leal's not there. Barantes in the middle, Angulo, Venegas. They're too old for me. Everybody, they are not too old. They are not too old. They're smart. Roy what is Miller, Montreal Bologna's? Impact? They're not that young. Oquan They're not that old. Oquanquo. They're not that young. They're not Bojan, that old. You got, I gave you, you your chair. Who... Sit in your chair and take it. You sit there for a second and you like it, Saprisa moves on. Let's jump over to the other side now. Atlanta United, same thing like Seattle Olympia. Don't scare me. Go get your job done. I didn't even know Comunicaciones was in the tournament. Let's move to the bottom part. <laughs> Club America moves through. Cruz Azul, and there you have it. Mark my words. 
they could win. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what it is for me is that I feel like this game has been so built up. There are some really interesting quotes coming out of the president and the, and the managers from Leon. And they're talking about Carlos Vela saying that he is Mexico's best player. You're saying that, and you're talking about an opposing player. I'm not going to say it's time to prove it. He's proved what he's capable of. Now it's on an international stage. Okay? Now it's an opportunity to go show why. When you made that decision to go to MLS, make everybody else eat their words. Stick it to them and move it forward. Let's keep going forward. Now, let's go back to the other side. What's going to happen here? My boys, my perennials, the favorites. Club Same America, Tigres, yeah. and your boys, Seattle, and LAFC. If they get it done, if they get it done, if they get Leon, it done, definitely if they get it done versus Leon, they're going to be Cruz okay. Azul. The confidence will be there, and I got to give them credit because they've added depth. Even with all the injuries that I've talked about, they've added depth. And I want to go back to the what was it, episode seven, episode eight? We talked about the financial issues back and forth between Liga MX and MLS, and also the record. That nine, nine, and twenty. Those twenty, just so everybody in America gets it right, because this is how the rest of the world leaves it. That's win. Draws losses. 20 losses, only nine wins. Oh, by the way, they got blanked in 2015 and 2016. So you're looking at nine wins in basically three years. And you know who two of those wins actually come from in the same tournament? Toronto FC. Toronto FC. Club America and Tigres. By the way, those draws that I'm including, I didn't include Montreal Impact and moving on because of penalties. That's a draw. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. It's yeah, a okay. draw. That's so fair. we're going to give them the win, but it's a draw. So if, unless you step up and win in regulation. So what I'm getting at here is it's time for someone to prove themselves to put themselves above the rest. LAFC has done it in the regular season for MLS. They came up a hair short. Now, on the international stage, they're going to take a step forward. Let's go back to the final four, okay? That gives you an idea of what's going on. 07 and 5 and 15 and 16, by the way. It's a good record. MLS, do better. So, <laughs> final four. We've got Tigres. We've got Seattle. We've got Club America. And we've got LAFC. Amendment. This is what went on in the background. Now, I initially turned in Club America but I'm on board. Forget it. Bob Bradley and the wow. boys, they're going to the final. You're going to see the Club America graphic. I don't care. LAFC's moving on. They're going to take on Tigres. But unlike you, I respect the old lady of Central America. I respect Mexico and Tigres and Tuco Ferretti. And I think they finally they get finally it They finally get over the This is to, the year they that go they go back over? to it. Four finals in five years, but this time they wear the crown and get to hang out with this beautiful young lady. And in the words of Devin Kerr, they finally get to be the bride and not the bridesmaid. That's right. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. And look, you can argue whatever you want. We're having a little bit of fun here, but I honestly think that, look, for the MLS chances, we've talked about it time and time again. Whether you agree with me or not, at some point in time, someone's going to step up. I don't care if I'm right this year or if I'm wrong. I would love to see an MLS team do it. I would love and to see it. And at least get to the final. I just don't think it's going to happen. That's fine. That's why you're over there. We're just, we're, we're predicting with our minds and not our hearts. That's more or less what it's coming down to, is it not? Speaking, speaking, of, hearts, speaking of hearts, it's not Valentine's Day anymore, but I got so much love for this lady that's sitting next to us right here, and we're going to break her down and then someone. And I'm talking about taking her apart. I'm talking about all the dimensions, all the statistics you need to know about the trophy that Club Leon will be taking home. This Scotiabank CONCACAF Champions League. Stick around. All right, we are about two and a half hours away from our first matchup of the 2020 Scotiabank CONCACAF Champions League. Tyler Terrence on hand. I got literally these things. Devin? Yep. Can I help you? Yeah. Help now, that, now that you have the thing. proper... 
<laughs> now that you, well, you need to go to the gym in order to be able to lift something like that so you don't strain yourself. I know that's that that's a, low, a place that's, that's a low blow. foreign that's a low to him. Blow. Foreign to him like this trophy is foreign to Major League Soccer teams. That's a lower blow. That's rough. Dust Beautiful, right? Gorgeous. Yeah, there are certain things uh, around the world, and I'm not just saying that because I'm sitting right next to it, that it's kind of beauty in the eye of the beholder. That's not the case. This is absolutely astonishing. 200 hours yeah. worth of blacksmithing. 24 inches, top to bottom. And you have to understand, this is actually two pieces. This is the base here. Comes all the way back up to the top. 24 inches from the two feet. Two feet. It's unbelievable. It's beautiful. It's got a pretty heavy amount of weight to it. Brass, silver. You can see the gold-plated highlights to it. It did an absolutely magnificent job with this. You talked about the silversmithing. 36 hours to polish it when they got done. So after they finished the silversmithing, buff everything out, polish so how, it together. Like how long it so takes you to it's do actually the It's actually the first CONCACAF <laughs> trophy that has this unity symbol on it. And it's got all 41 members of CONCACAF sitting right there in the middle. There's Love a good it. look at it. Absolutely beautiful. And the stripes are actually the 16 representatives in this tournament. Mm -hmm. So it's a universal symbol. They better not change the amount of entrance in the future. No. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. But they did a really, really good job. And to give you an idea, I don't think unless you've been involved in a game at ground level, you can kind of understand what it means to touch something like this and to be next to something like this. I can remember the first major trophy I ever saw. I saw the World Cup. It was touring in the United States after the 1990 World Cup. I saw it at the Orange Bowl in Miami. And it kind of just takes your breath away. And this is another one of those things. UEFA Champions League, CONCACAF Champions League, they all start running through. We walked it's, in here. It was a different it's vibe. Overwhelming. It, it's overwhelming. Different vibe. You know, we, we messed around with it on social media a little bit. But as a player, you work all season long to get to stuff like this. So obviously, MLS is just starting. Mexico's rolling over. Like, there's so many arguments we can take about the draw. This is all that matters. And it finally starts tonight. It's amazing. I mean, listen, there are unwritten rules within this beautiful game. You know, if you go to some of the more historic grounds throughout the world you're not allowed to set foot on the actual pitch and you're yep. only allowed to walk around the outside the track whatever it might be and unless you've earned this you're not allowed to touch it unless you have something like this on and I mean you know whoever is going to hoist this this year is they're going to you know represent CONCACAF well I mean look what Monterey did in the FIFA Club World Cup this this past time he gave Liverpool a run for their money I mean it took a late Bobby Firmino goal in order to just get through into the next one but I mean, this is, this is an unbelievable, it, it literally is a work of art, and we just can't wait to finally get this thing going. Of course, you can watch all the games starting tonight. I believe the first game tonight is going to be Cruz Azul and Portmore United. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock Eastern Eight Time. Eastern all the time. games in English available on the Fox Sports family of networks. If you want to watch in Spanish in the United States, you can head over to Tudiana. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, something like that. Tudiana. Tudiana. There it is. And, of course, you can catch this show, the SCCL show, every single Monday and Friday. We're sorry that we had to sort of Mix it up on you guys this week with the Tuesday show, but we're back to our regular schedule of programming of Monday and Friday, 5 o'clock Eastern time on all CONCACAF digital platforms, podcast, Spotify, Anchor, soon to be iTunes. You ready? Let's do it. Let's rock. I'll see you out there. Let's rock, baby. It's me, Mario. We'll catch you later. <laughs> Enjoy the games tonight.